Greetings, Starfighters. Welcome back to Mad Science Films. I'm Jim P, filmmaker and sexual astronaut. And as ever, I'm joined by my trusty co-host. James Morris, you want half of the Mad Science Films team. So guys, before we get on with the show, let's just remind you to hit that like button. Uh, and if you've been enjoying the Mad Science content, then want to subscribe to our YouTube channel and come stalk us on Facebook. Let's crack on with the show. Yeah! Also, guys, please check out our fourth feature film for free over on YouTube. Just search for Little Monster or click on the link in the show notes below. This week, we're campaigning for a forgotten masterpiece of genre cinema to be given the beautiful Blu-ray treatment. And this week, it is my choice, you lucky, lucky slags. That's Thanks. right. We are going back. Actually, this is a pretty recent one for us, Jim. This might be the most recent film that we've had on the show. From 2006, Altered, directed by Eduardo Sanchez. Let's do this a synopsis. Fifteen years ago, a group of men's lives were forever changed by a strange occurrence. Now, the same group of men will spend a night together in terror. I'm glad they put the in terror, because otherwise it could be a very different film. Together, yeah. Together! Altered, directed by Eduardo Sanchez, one of the co-directors of the Blair Witch Project. So, Jim, is this a first-time watch for you, my man? This is a first-time watch for me. Um, and thank you to, for bringing it to me. Uh, I liked it. I, did. Um, I, 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 I enjoyed the coming into the story of these characters kind of later on after all this shit is taking place and then playing catch up that that could be a bit risky sometimes because you'd be like oh, i don't care but they they really done that quite well so i enjoyed that yeah, um, they hit the ground running didn't they in that opening scene and it just doesn't yeah, help, so yeah it was just really good and you gotta start strong i think with these kind of films and they really did it looked fantastic um it had a nice pace to it. It didn't feel like it was really lagging in any parts and it felt really consistent in terms of pacing and stuff. I like the acting in it. I thought it was some good actors, some good performances. I like each character brought something a bit different. Yeah. Like Red, like Duke. Yeah, they were all like these rednecks, a Duke with a mullet and he Oh, he... the beautiful, almost like, yeah, curly mullet. I mean, oh, it was lovely. He's Danny McBride-esque. Yes, um, that's it, yeah. Um, and he brought a real sense of, like, justice, you know. Something happened to him, and he wanted justice for him, so he brought a lot of that. Yeah. And then you had Otis, who is this kind of, like, the oh, weasel of the group, who just always in fear and terror, and he had this... Well, I won't... Like, can we do spoilers? I don't know, but... Right, I think... Right, I think we've got to do um, an initial spoiler for, like, the the 10 15 because like after the you could say in the first 10 minutes it's a bit up in the air what it's about so i think we can spoil the main concept but oh, i don't know yeah, yeah yeah i'll leave some bits out, okay but anyway he was a really cool character to follow his little journey and then i really liked uh you had wyatt who was the main character of the film yeah. but i really liked uh cody 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 and he he reminded me a lot of um, like a David Patrick Kelly. Yes! And That's exactly what I was going to say. He's got that weasel kind yeah. of bad guy thing about him. Yeah. yeah. Exact same notes, man. He was like, yeah, it's like the love child of David Patrick Kelly. 
Oh, Lord, I really enjoyed that. So, yeah, really good, a good special effects. Oh, amazing gore. Amazing gore. Cronenberg body horror transformation you see as well. It's fucking grim, man. And the way the lead character describes it before you see it in motion really added to that as well because you can imagine feeling those feelings and, and yeah, yeah. visually was was quite disturbing. Um yeah, I, I enjoyed it. It was a lot of good fun. Really, really yeah. good. Really good stuff. It's it's one of those ones, man. Like I'm I, I'm trying to remember. I'm pretty sure this is one that bizarrely my mum caught on like Sky Movies, like back in the like mid two thousands or late two thousands. And she kind of went, You really should check this film out. I think you're gonna like it. And so yeah, you know, it was back when I had Sky, so like, you know, I Sky Plus did or whatever. Um <laughs> yeah, it it's it's a film where considering who directed it. And the big hype over, you know, the Blair Witch Project should be better known. Yeah. Um, and the reason that I fell in love with it, and and like we've talked about this in other films that we've reviewed on the show, especially ones that I've picked, is I love a film that takes kind of two subgenres and smashes them together and tries something different. So this one's very much taking the sci-fi alien abduction trappings, you know, that's that's the starting point. But then it kind of takes it into more of like the horror rape revenge aspect where they're getting the revenge on the aliens. And obviously each of the characters has different motivations but still um and yeah when when it kind of gets to that point i was just like holy shit you know why don't more films kind of do this um and yeah i i was absolutely gripped and i think you nailed it absolutely on the head in terms of each of the characters are really well developed so they're each doing different functions in the film and even like the uh little bit part additional characters they're never wasted you know there aren't uh, extra characters there that just aren't needed you know yeah. they're there to serve a purpose um and you know like the the little side characters are basically added complications so you've got uh wyatt's girlfriend's hope you know and it's her place and you know all of this kind of stuff and wyatt you know is is walking this fine line of you know obviously he hasn't told her and then all of this shit's gone down um, and then the next character to kind of get introduced is the sheriff, who's the authority figure. And, you know, he's trying to lay down the law. And again, they're trying to hide stuff from him until they can't and all of this stuff. And each of the characters kind of serves a purpose. And I think as soon as the film, because it's 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 a film which is like set in one location. So it's a confined plot for the most part, um, which is brilliant from a low budget horror point of view. But that can get quite boring quite quickly. So what? Uh, Edward, Eduardo Sanchez and I think the scriptwriter was Jamie Nash who's worked with Eduardo on loads of other stuff what they do is every time that the film seems to be running out of steam they introduce a new complication and usually that's a new character mm-hmm. and yeah walking you know treading carefully with spoilers something happens to Otis then later on which gets them out of the house um, and, and, and you know that kind of opens it up slightly but not for long because then they decide right we've got to go back um yeah i think i think i think you're absolutely right mate i think pacing wise it's great um love how the film starts and yet it withholds so much information that it just you know you could easily start this back you know 15 years ago when the abduction happens and you could have that as a prologue and you can see it but you don't need it you know 
it, it is revealed and it's something that james cameron does you think of the original terminator where you know you don't know who these two naked guys are that appear out of lightning or whatever but you trust in the storyteller to tell you and the storyteller trusts the audience to stick with it and they do such a good job that yeah absolutely amazing um, yeah, <laughs> well, honestly, man, we are very much in sync in terms of my notes are talking about Duke's beautiful mullet, uh, David Patrick Kelly esque. Um, slight spoilers again. Then there's a trans, there's a body horror transformation that goes on, which for me was very Cronenberg, very The Fly esque as well. Um, and we won't talk about you know who or what that is, but the gore effects on that were amazing. Um, and I, I, I love how they clearly thought out enough of the alien biology. You know, there's like these uh, biological, like, tracking beacons and stuff inside yeah. the aliens, which, yeah, just, wow. It's like, it's like a Morse code sending a signal, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, which, you know, it doesn't have to explain all of it. And of course, you know. I like that. It was enough to kind of like, yeah, I like it. Like, like we're not idiots, you know, some things you can leave to the imagination and that, that makes it, I mean, he kind of did it with the Blair Witch. That was the Blair Witch, was it? A lot of that was down to you imagining what's outside and making those noises. So he's very good at that. And he's obviously got experience doing that. So, yeah. Yeah. Like, it's one of those ones, like, anytime I get the opportunity uh, to talk about this film, I will. And I I make for about five, six years, I'd completely forgotten it exists. I got like, it was like, I got like a Poundland DVD of it way back when. It's never been released on Blu-ray anywhere, as far as I can see. Um, and it's one where I think, you know, it's such a fascinating idea. And, and also, you know, I think the story of Eduardo Sanchez, you know, a guy whose first feature film was so successful. Mm. what happened to him afterwards i mean this film didn't make huge waves you know it's yeah. very very unheard of it was, it was the one scene where sorry there was the one scene where they got chained and and this is real because there's a bit of mind control going on with the alien and 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 uh the people in in this it's like a garage isn't it like a huge yeah. garage yeah. the world's biggest garage which clearly was on a sound stage but still yeah, yeah. It was like one location, small amount of characters with a great evil lurking. Very Carpenter, isn't it, in that way? And there was a scene where they, they're like, so it's chained up and there's this huge argument with the girlfriends involved and Cody's having a go and he's like freaking out and they're both around. And it kind of reminded me of the thing, you know, that kind of, that kind of like, like cabin fever-esque. Yeah. You know what I mean? Big problems, small kind of uh, cast and just real rage and paranoia. That's it. Paranoia. Who can you trust? Who is being controlled? Who isn't being controlled? Yeah, yeah absolutely, mate. It's great. And I, I love the fact that each of the characters have different reasons to be there. You yeah. know, Wyatt didn't want to be there, but once it was brought to his doorstep, you know, he had to do something. As you say, Duke was very much about justice. You know, they did this to us. They deserve to pay. Cody was, you know, more rev pure revenge of what, what what happened to to his his family all of that kind of stuff and Otis just kind of goes along with it because he's the weaker willed of all of them and i'm blessed little Otis. i know i really like and not to say too much because i think it's important but there's some real there's the ending was pretty good um there was one moment at the end which is to do with cody and a lot of his rage and anger which is a nice little conclusion to his story uh which I enjoyed as well. So, and I really yeah. like the the wow. open ending. The open ending, I think, you know. And again, you don't see anything. It's just done with a line of dialogue, 
the mm. camera pulls away from the characters. There's this really like crazy atonal score noise going on, and mm. it just suggests this menace that you know there could have been a sequel. You know, yes, definitely, definitely. No, it was good fun. I enjoyed it. Good. I'm really glad, man. I'm really glad. You know, any chance I get to introduce this to other people, awesome. So, Jimothy, you love this film. I love this film. We want other people to appreciate this film. Which Blu-ray label is best place to put this bad boy out? Uh, I've gone for Arrow because I think they could easily, uh, you know, do do really well with this film. And I think it deserves a big push as well. Uh, and of course, they've got a lot of horror and sci-fi and stuff as well. So I think Arrow could do... Um, do a good job with that. Shout Factory, I think might be a good label too. They got a lot of cool horrors, like the thing on the blob, um, that kind of stuff. So that alien-esque horror shit. So yeah, um, there's, there's others as well, but like those those are the main ones which kind of jumped out to me. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think Arrow, absolutely, just in terms of the, the quality of their special features. And that's mm. something I think this film deserves to have. It'd be great to get actors back together as well, because most of the cast are pretty much unknowns. You know, they may have been on American TV shows, which to be honest, don't really get all the way over into this country. Um, so yeah, yeah, I think that would have been good. Um, and then another one, a bit of an indie one, but one I'll definitely think they're, they're putting out some interesting stuff, is uh, Fractured Visions, uh, who we've had on the show previously, Phil Ascott. Um, he's in terms of like the time period, he's starting to pick up some of these more recent obscure stuff from the past 20 or so years. Um, and I think this would be right within his wheelhouse. So shout out to Phil and uh, sorry, Phil, I'm going to, I'm going to nag you about this and just, just see what, you know, what the state of play is with this film. Okie dokie. <laughs> do it, Phil, do it. Phil, Phil, what? Have you done it yet? Phil, Phil. Hello. What do you mean blocked? So Jim, <laughs> you've watched Altered. You've dug it. But you feel the need for more. So what film are you going to follow this up with as your perfect recommendation? Well, you got uh, some really good alien films um, out there. Uh, Fire in the Sky, which is based on true events. Um, yeah, that's one of mine. I'm, <laughs> um, I might step on your toes there the next two. I don't know. Um, a film which I... An older film, I think it's early eighties, if I remember rightly, it was the late seventies. I can't remember. Uh, a film which really fucked me over, and I, I read the book um, uh, Communion. Ooh, yeah, really, really scary film which deals with aliens and and, and abduction and stuff like that. But uh, definitely in that same vein um, as this film altered. And the last one, which did, which is quite a cool film. Again, similar kind of format, well, not format, but um, genre, is The Fourth Kind, which I quite enjoyed as well. Oh, so. yeah. Uh, was that with Miller, Judge of Yeah, yeah. So, I remember seeing it, but I don't remember much about it, but I remember digging it at yeah. the time. Yeah. You can film. So, yeah, it's one of those. Ooh. And if you, if you want to mellow out with an alien, then go watch ET. <laughs> if this was too much for you and you want to just calm in the fuck down, go watch <laughs> yeah. Nice. Very nice, Jim. Yeah, absolutely agree. Fire in the Sky. It felt like, you know, same kind of characters. It, it Almost yeah. Fire in the Sky could be the prequel. Yes, yeah, exactly, yeah. It was like, yeah, absolutely. I was getting Fire in the Sky vibes when I saw this the first time. Um, sticking with the alien abduction 
almost as rape revenge and there's a lot of stuff with Wyatt and the way he acts and he's genuinely terrified and traumatized so going more in a rape revenge kind of thing I think you could do I Spit on Your Grave or Last House on the Left for that mm. grimy in the woods American rape revenge kind of movie stuff so you know if you if you want to stay away from the aliens for that part you can do there um, and then my final recommendation is a bit more of a, like a weird web series. So not actually a movie, um, but available on YouTube. Uh, also directed by Eduardo Sanchez. So I think about 10 years, maybe 10 years after The Blair Witch, he did uh, a web series called Four Corners of Fear, which is kind of a spoof making of The Blair Witch 3, which obviously never existed, which is why it's a mockumentary. Um, stars the uh, the two of the guys, uh, but uh, notably not Heather, the actress. They, they get in touch with her agent and that doesn't happen. Um, some of the producers and one of the most perfect Tom Cruise impersonators ever. Oh, okay. <laughs> like Tom Cruise, you know, uh, allegedly was a big fan of the original Blair Witch. Um, and so the, the concept is Tom Cruise basically uh, convinces people to make a Blair Witch 3. And yes, he's, it is absolutely stupid. It's absolutely ridiculous. And the connection to Altered is, is um, they actually use one of the alien suits in this film, in a way, I won't. I don't want to spoil. Um, so check it out. Four Corners of Fear. It's it's out there. I think bizarrely, Jamie Nash, who's the scriptwriter of Altered and everything, I think he's loaded it up onto his own personal channel. So definitely check that out. It's lots of fun. Um, it's like fourteen episodes, but it's only like five minute episodes each or whatever. Um, definitely worth your time. And uh, yeah, recommend that. So guys, have you seen Altered? What did you think of Altered? Are there any other films that you think would pair nicely with Altered? And also, are there any other films out there that you think we should check out and then harass a bunch of boutique Blu-ray labels to put these bad boys out? And Jim, what else can these lovely people do for us? Well, you can like and subscribe to our YouTube channel. You can follow us on Facebook. You can leave some comments in the comment section down below. Thank you and goodbye.